Don't even think about listening to this episode until you like, follow, and subscribe. Okay, thanks. Let's go. I was trying to get back into just doing something, um, whatever my body could handle. And I was having trouble doing like one task after another, after another. So to like, you know how you normally like you run the dishwasher and then you unload the dishwasher and then you might go vacuum and then you'll be like folding clothes and like trying to do all that together. I couldn't string tasks together. And so, and before all this, my hobby was baking. I really loved to bake. So um, I started Ranta Bakes as a way to get my baked goods out of my house so I would not gain 500 pounds. Welcome to the Wayward Lasses All the Things Podcast. Real content. Encouraging. For real women. Affirming. Loving. Every age and stage of life. Are you ready to get real with the Wayward Lasses? You've come to the right place. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of the Wayward Lasses All the Things podcast. I'm your host today, Brittany, joined by my sister, Courtney. Hello, sister. Hello, sister. Mother, Amy. Hello, daughters. And our very <laughs> special guest for this evening, Ashley Chin. Hi, guys. Hello. Hey. Well, we are so excited to hop into Ashley's story and her business. Before we get into that, Courtney is going to do some trivia. Yes. So this was my favorite topic ever. It is my favorite topic ever, and that is Disney, obviously. So um, we're going to go with some Disney trivia. You guys ready? All right. I've got all all the categories. We've got villains, princesses, songs. We're just going to we're just going to go for it. Yay! And then Ashley, you just chime in when you know the answer. Yes. Okay. All right. So we'll, we'll start with something easy, hopefully. Tell me, what is the evil fairy's name in Sleeping Beauty? Mm, I got it. What's the villain's name in Sleeping Beauty? Sleeping Beauty. Oh. Go for it, Ashley. Isn't it Maleficent? That's it. I thought. Yeah, I, thought I didn't was... realize. I didn't realize she was a fairy. She to is. be honest. I thought she was a witch. She's an evil She's fairy. fairy. She's a fairy. She's an evil fairy. Um, all right. Next one. What name does Ursula take when disguised as a human? Hmm. I won't know this. I have no idea. What's the first letter? V. Victoria. No. Vanessa. Bel- uh, Vanessa. Yeah. Oh. That's weird. No? No? Okay. Have you guys seen the new movie yet? No, not yet. That's why I was going with some, some, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Mermaid okay. trivia, but uh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll skip that. Next. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about, should I stick with villains? Are we, are we done with villains? Whatever you want. All right. Let's see. Um, what does the evil queen tell the huntsman to bring her after killing Snow White? Oh. Hmm. Her heart? Correct. Her heart. Bring me up. When he brings back instead? Um, No, what does he bring back? The heart of a pig. He tells her it's it's her. All right, we'll get get away from the (laughs) villain. Next. All right, how about this? Can you name all seven dwarves? In Snow White. Yes. Probably. Go. (laughs) It's hard to keep track of all seven. So we've got Sleepy, Dopey, Bashful, Doc, uh, mm. Sneezy. Did I say Sneezy? No. No. Grumpy. And bashful. did I say Dopey? Bashful. I thought bashful. I said Bashful. Doc, Sleepy, Grumpy, Happy, Bashful, Sneezy, Dopey. All right, we'll go for something easy. What is the name of Andy's neighbor in Toy Story that destroys all the toys? Oh, Sid. Sid. Yay. Good job. How about this one? Genie was stuck in the lamp for how many years exactly before Aladdin, Aladdin finally found him? It's the first thing he says when he comes out of the lamp. He yells it. Come on, guys. 500 years? More. Uh, 1,000. More. 3,000. <laughs> 10,000. 
10,000 years will give you <laughs> such a crick in the neck. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, are these too hard? I'm sorry, guys. I feel like a terrible Disney fan now. I mean, same. I think I think I've been watching a lot of uh, newer Disney and newer? not older Disney. Okay. And I think that's my current problem. <laughs> All right, so let's go with, I don't know how new, I guess Rapunzel isn't very new, but who was Rapunzel's love interest? What's his name? Flynn Rider. Yay! There she goes. She's like, I got it. <laughs> She's my favorite. So. Rapunzel? Yeah, Rapunzel is my, like, new, like, newer, favorite newer princess. Mm-hmm. And then Cinderella is, like, my favorite old school princess. And then Mulan is, like, in the middle of those two. Love Mulan. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right, so um, what did the fairy godmother turn into a coach for Cinderella? What was the object? Pumpkin. Yay! Which princess has a Scottish accent? Uh, Merida. All right, we're killing it I was going to say Brave, but her name. (laughs) I've never seen it. Oh, it's cute. You've never seen it? My kids never made you watch it when they were on? No, and I haven't seen Rapunzel either, but I know every, or Tangles, but I know every song. They're both really cute. Our, my goal is to make it to Tokyo Disney next year, and they have a different parade. I mean, every every place has a different parade, but Rapunzel has, like, this huge, different-looking float that I'm, like, really excited. <laughs> so. Which castle is in Disney Tokyo? What's the castle? Um, no. I think Tokyo is – it's not Sleeping Beauty – um, yes, I think Sleeping Beauty is in California. Sleeping Beauty is in California. Cinderella I think it's Cinderella. In... I think it's just another Cinderella. Another Cinderella castle? Yeah. That's cool. Um, All right. Should we do a couple more? Or are I mean, we done? I'm always it is. It All is right. Cinderella. In Tokyo? Cinderella's castle, yeah. Nice. So there's two. There's one in, in Florida, too. All right. How about this one? What uh, song are the following lines from? And what Disney movie in which do they appear? That wasn't correct English, but you know what I mean. <laughs> See the line where the sky it calls me Moana. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. How about let's do? Oh, this is an interesting one. Which Disney princess has a tattoo? Is she a princess? Mm, I don't know about this one. I don't know about this one. The answer is Pocahontas. Oh, yeah. Is she a princess? I mean, she fits in the the daughter of a teeth, right? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. She fits in, like, the the hierarchy. Because, I mean, like, Mulan is technically a princess, but she's not. But she's not a princess, but she is. Not a princess, but Mm -hmm. she is. That's true. This is true. Very, very true. Okay. Um... Let's see. What fruit was used to poison Snow White? An apple. Yay. Good job. An apple. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That made me laugh. Um, let's see. Let's do one more. Okay. Which Disney character sings Kiss the Girl? It's another Little Mermaid reference. Oh, it's um, not Sebastian. It's the crab whose name escapes me at this time. Isn't the crab Sebastian? You're right. Is it Sebastian? It oh, is. okay. Yeah. Got <laughs> it. Very good. Yay. I should have done some park trivia. We'll do that next time. Oh, God. That was good. No, you wouldn't do good on park trivia? No, not at all. <laughs> you guys went to all the parks, and Alex and I went to just like downtown Disney and drank the whole time. <laughs> Okay. Like we didn't really it's go not downtown Disney anymore. You're dating oh. yourself. What is it? It's Disney Springs. Oh my goodness. Gosh. It's so crazy. outdated. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That was good trivia, Courtney. Oh, that was I really good. Love we could probably do that all night. But let's all go ahead and day. hop into today's podcast. So we're chatting with Ashley today about her business. Ashley, before we hop into your business, can you give us a brief introduction as to who you are? Yeah. Um, so my name is Ashley Chin. I own Rant to Bakes LLC here in Greenville. But before that, I actually uh, got my nursing degree from Clemson University in 2016 and worked as an emergency nurse 
Um, I'm married and we have a almost nine month old puppy. Her name is Luna. She's like locked in with my husband who's playing video games right now. So (laughs) I'm sure she'll start running around at some point. So, but yeah. I think that's what all the husbands do when we're recording podcasts. They all play video games. Oh, they just <laughs> probably, yeah, probably. And so my husband's playing Diablo, whatever the new one yeah, was, the new one, and it just came out. So I'm sure every, I'm sure you'll have other people playing the same. Yeah, and you probably <laughs> lost them for the whole night. Yeah. <laughs> that's <you> okay. Tomorrow. <laughs> that's all right. So awesome. Uh, so um. Where did you come up with Ranta Bakes? Because I know that you were a nurse, and so you left nursing. Can you kind of walk us through what happened to, like, a switching your career from being um, a nurse to opening up your own company? Yeah. So um, it was never something I thought I would ever do. Um, I grew up in a family that had their own business, and I saw a lot of struggle, and I really didn't ever want to do that. Um, but... I was working as an emergency room nurse um, from, I worked here in Greenville 2016 to 2018. And then I moved to California um, with my husband because that's where his job was. And I worked at another emergency room there. And then I got what we think was COVID. So before everyone knew what COVID was um, and in December of 2019. And then I got really sick. Um, I could barely get off the couch. I could like crawl to the bathroom. Um, we lived in an apartment like one with one floor of stairs and that was really difficult. All the stairs actually like looked like they were like, instead of having like differentiating steps, they all went together. Wow. It's very hard to walk upstairs that way. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I spent 2020 like on the couch, like a lot of people, but I could barely get off the couch. Um, And so we decided to move back and I couldn't go back to work. So we moved back to Greenville um, because rent was getting expensive and my family, we, all my family's in South Carolina. um, And so is my husband's family. And so we moved back just to have more support uh, because my husband was really doing everything at that time. Um, And during all that, I was going to balance therapy. So I have a couple of vestibular issues. So the things that help you like walk straight and, you know, get, keep your balance. Um, I have those issues. I also have chronic migraine. So, um, I did all of that adventure and moving back really helped us kind of settle. And then I was trying to get back into just doing something, um, whatever my body could handle. And I was having trouble doing like one task after another, after another. So to like, you know how you normally like you run the dishwasher and then you unload the dishwasher and then you might go vacuum and then you'd be like folding clothes and like trying to do all that together. I couldn't string tasks together. And so, and before all this, my hobby was baking. I really loved to bake. So, um, I started Ranta Bakes as a way to get my baked goods out of my house so I would not gain 500 pounds. (laughs) Um, So, and I, during all of this time, you know how everyone was like baking bread and like learning new things. I kept watching um, videos of people doing like cookies with royal icing. And I was like, this seems like something I can do. Like it's going to take a little bit of time, but I feel like I could do it. And so, cause I had done it once before, um, it was a hot mess, but I did it once before. Um, and so I like took a class online. I like, they had like videos and you could buy like a big box with everything in it and did that. And that's kind of how I started. And so I started my company in June of 2019, no, June of 2021, excuse me. So we just came up on two years um, and it's been a lot of fun. I've been able to do cookies that are like, I've done baby showers. I've done wedding showers. I've done bachelorettes. I've done, I had somebody ask me for rake cookies. They wanted like 
like gardening and like different things. So like I gave them like a tractor and I put a rake on a cookie and then there was like a, a like a watering can and things like that. And so it's been really cool to kind of see like what you can do with a cookie. So um, yeah, so that's, that's me. Last <laughs> month was like super busy trying to fit everything in. And then this month is not as busy. So it's been nice to kind of like chill. Yeah. So, yeah. So real quick, just a question, all of those health, I guess, ailments that you were going through that they were all from COVID that you didn't have those before. So before, so the day that I got married in October of 2018, I had my like first like vertigo spell. Um, we thought it was just like the heat and be because we got married in South Carolina in October and it's either cold or it's really, really hot. Um, and so I was diagnosed with vestibular migraine um, in tr- like early March of 2019. And then once I got COVID, it basically just hit it again and then made it worse. Um, and like I didn't have migraine issues before this. I was not. I didn't grow up like with like menstrual migraine or anything like that. Um, But yeah, so I've been, I kind of condensed my like health issues into a short saga because it's a long one and I'm sure no one really wants to hear all about that. But, um, but yeah, so I basically started off with vestibular migraine and then I got PPPD, which is basically like feeling like you're on a boat the whole time. Um, or feeling like you're kind of drunk the whole time. And then um, I also have chronic migraine, so I get Botox, which I actually got today, which, you know, it's it's nice when they, like, get the little, like, line, like, you know, right around here. But um, I get 31 shots when I get it, so it's a lot. But I feel, when we once we started it, I was feeling a lot better, so. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a lot, but it's every three months. Um and my neurologist is really great. And then I also had to have eye surgery in 2020 as well. So I like basically me starting me in my business was me trying to do something when I couldn't do anything. <laughs> um I couldn't drive at that time either. So a lot of I started to be able to drive again in like January of 2022. Yeah. And so my husband helped me like set up a lot of stuff and he, it took me in the beginning, it took me like three days to be able to make cookies. Cause I would like have to make the dough one day, bake it the next, decorate it the next day because it was just too much for my system to handle. Um, now it's much shorter um, but I still take about a two hour nap every day cause my body just gets overwhelmed. So it's a nice little way to have extra money, but also be able to control what I can do and when I can do it. So, yeah. So Ashley, I'm sorry if I, if I missed it. So are you not doing nursing anymore? Oh, well, I didn't really address that. Um, no, I am not doing nursing anymore. Um, <laughs> I basically couldn't go back. Um, My doctors told me that I definitely couldn't go back to the emergency room. Maybe one day I could go back to nursing, but I enjoy my life without being a nurse at this time. Um, My body also can't, I can't do it yet. Um, I have a lot of brain fog. So if you like see me reaching for words later, that's why. Um, I have some short-term memory loss as well. It's just my brain gets overwhelmed. Um, and I just don't feel comfortable taking care of patients yet. So right now, no emergency nursing. You've met me at a time in my life when I'm okay with saying this. Like for a long time, I was really upset and angry about it. Um, but now it's much more of a blessing that I get to spend more time with my family. Um, I don't have to work holidays anymore. I don't have, I don't have aggressive patients trying to hit me or chasing after Mm -hmm. naked people. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, so that's nice. (laughs) So, yeah. Wow. You have had so much you've overcome. Um, I don't know if this is a question that would be too personal or too deep, but I'm wondering, like, 
in the face of all that adversity and all the things you had to overcome just to make the decision to start your own business, how, how did you cope or how did you get the strength to, I'm not going to let this, you know, control what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out there and do something. I need to do something. Like, was there any kind of therapy or faith maybe, or any, like anything that you, yeah. that, that helped you overly like overcome? Cause I don't know that I would be able to, you know, mm -hmm. I commend you that you're have all this stuff coming at you and you're like, no, I need to go do something. Many people could, I guess, fall victim to it and be like, well, this has all happened to me. I can't do anything. You know what I mean? So I, I'm curious yeah. to hear if you don't mind sharing like your journey with, with that. No, um, I would love to share it because Honestly, I've met a lot of people like me and we, we have all come to a point where we have felt like we don't want to be here anymore. Um, and I remember coming to that point in 2020 where I said to myself, and as a nurse, I knew once I validated, I knew that I had these feelings of, I don't want to be here anymore. If I'm going to be like this, um, that I needed to tell somebody. And so I told my husband, and I told my doctor and my doc, my primary care doctor was a saint. She is like an angel. She was in California. I wish I could have taken her with me. Um, but she was like, you know, that's valid. Like you, we still don't know what's fully going on. Like you can't get off the couch. You crawl to the bathroom. You're living in the dark most of the time. Like that is a very valid thing. Um, and so I went to therapy, um, during 2020, it's mainly all like online therapy, which was great because, you know, yay COVID. Um, <laughs> and I still go to therapy now. Um, and then, and that has been so helpful um, to also, to figure out how my brain also has taken on these issues and how it processes things. Because a lot of time we don't have, we don't take the time to be able to process these types of things. Like when we are anxious or when we are depressed, like, why am I feeling this way? What's going on around me? Um, and then I also grew up as a very strong Christian and I feel like I am still, but I have, I went through a time when I was very mad at God. Um, and I'm not mad anymore, but I'm just a little distant at the moment. And that's something that I know takes time. Um, and work and that's that's the like next steps but like not being angry was the thing i had to get over first um and like i've talked to other people who are i mean who have the same conditions as i do or like my neighbor lost her husband and she like she told me she's also mad at god like and i don't blame her mm -hmm. and so i it was a very I'm a very driven person. And so once I saw that, like I had help and there were people out there that were, you know, rooting me on that it was going to be okay, that I was going to be able to make it through. And it wasn't always the people that you would expect. Mm. Um, a lot of times it was friends and family, but I made a lot of like Instagram friends that I still talk to, to this day. Um, and I actually even started like volunteering for the balance organization. It's called Vita. Um, and I made a lot of friends through that. Um, and just being able to like, I've shared my story so many times that I feel like it, it was not a coincidence that this happened to me. Um, and I feel like being a nurse really helped me because I said, I'm not accepting the way that this is. I'm not accepting being on the couch for the rest of my life. I'm not accepting whatever any other doctor tells me. Um, like I'm going to go find the answer. Um, and I switched neurologists. I switched doctors. I asked to try different treatments. Um, I asked to be taken off treatments. Um, so it was very interesting, the whole thing. I also think a big part of it in 2020, one of my friends from nursing school committed suicide mm -hmm. and she was in school to be, I think it was, um, a nurse anesthetist and she had very large faith and I loved talking to her. But one day, like we just, I got a message that that happened and I oh. 
was like dumbfounded. And then in December, like before I got sick, my RA from college had also committed suicide. Wow. And so everyone lost people during COVID, but I felt like I lost a lot of different people in that year. So I lost one of my RA friends who I didn't talk to all the time, but I used to talk to him a lot. Um, My friend from nursing school, my grandfather died of COVID. And then my great uncle who was like my grandpa died also from some other weird complication that wasn't COVID, but very quick and weird. So with all of that, I was like, I'm not going to just sit here and be a lump on a log. Um, I can't be, that's just not who I am. Um, and I have to try. And I was like, if I just try something like it's, it's not necessarily to make money. It was really just to help me feel like I had some sort of a purpose, but also just something to do. It seems like it's part of your healing process too. Like how you're, how you're kind of coping with things. It's just really helping you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's really helped me gain my confidence Mm -hmm. back. Um, I've seen myself be able, not be able to drive to an event, not be able to set up my own tables and chairs to now, like I went, um, I was in Greer a couple weeks ago and I drove myself there and I set up my own table and I sat there the whole time and my husband didn't have to help me at all. And I just remember when I first started, I couldn't do that at all. And so it has helped me. As, like, as you said, it's helped me heal. It's also helped my brain kind of learn to do new things again. I felt like after all this happened, my brain kind of had to rewire itself. It's actually a term called neuroplasticity, where the brain um, starts to rewire itself after injury. Um, and so basically, I feel like learning new things has been a different task than it used to be. Like, it's just a different way to do it. And I, um, and even like I started doing Duolingo and I feel like I can learn that a little bit better now than I did before. But my short-term memory is crap. If you ask me what I ate for lunch yesterday, I really have no idea. So, or if you ask me what I ate for dinner, I think I had mac and cheese. (laughs) So, yeah. So. Wow, though, that's an amazing story. I mean- very, you very strong person. I, like I said, I don't know uh, that I would have, that would have been my immediate or not even immediate that I'd be able to do that, that I would be able to, um, you know, not become a victim of my circumstance. So um, like I said, kudos to you. You're, you're amazing. That's awesome. Oh, a beautiful story. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, it was, it was a hard story in the making. It's not yeah. something that like just happened, but yeah, it wasn't yeah. something that just happened. And I feel like Now that I'm on the other side of it, where I can drive myself to the grocery store, I can actually enjoy shopping. Um, I feel like I can use it to help other people and not just like with migraine, but also with like helping them not to give up. Yeah. Um, Because I remember as a nurse, like I've talked to a lot of patients in my time and I remember talking to some that just like they could not see a way out and I feel like after seeing that a lot, but also seeing either the end of you didn't see a way out. So unfortunately you're now not here anymore, Mm -hmm. or you continued and you persevered. um, It kind of helped me in that way to just continue. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also had my husband who has been so great. Um, It has, we will be married five years in technically July. Um, but we, we never had the like picture perfect marriage of like the beginning of marriage. Like that was not our, a thing that we had. Um, and then we also adopted a 12 year old dog after I was first diagnosed with vestibular migraine. And, um, we had him for three and a half years and he was like my constant companion and he Mm. helped me through so much. Um, he passed away in August And so, and that was really hard because he was my, my buddy. Um, When I felt terrible, he also helped keep me off balance or give me balance back because I would hold him. He's a, he was a wire fox terrier. 
his name was Kuma. Um, he was only like 18 pounds. So like I would like hold him. Um, so we waited like a couple, about six months. And then we got another, we got a puppy this time. It's been an adventure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's been really good. It's been interesting to see. I grew up with dogs, but like, it's been really interesting to see that like Luna, our new dog, she's a wire fox terrier as well. She knows when I feel bad. Like if I lay down, she knows that like, okay, it's time to lay down with mom, like not run around like a crazy person. Like it's time to lay down though. She does wake me up by stepping on my face, but um, <laughs> that's okay. Dogs are the best that way. They really are. They really are. We thought about getting her like litter mate brother at the same time. And we're very glad we did not do that. So <laughs> we're stick with one for now and then we'll get another one later on. <laughs> Um, So I wanted to switch gears just a little bit and actually talk about your, you know, your business, the actual cookies. Um, If you guys are listening or watching, you have to go to her website and check out the cookies. Because when I first heard that she made cookies, I was like, okay, she makes cookies. And then I went to her website, which is uh, rantabakes.com, R-A-N-T-A bakes.com. And these are like incredible cookies (laughs) i would never have the patience or the creativity um to do what you're doing so you said you took a class on how to do it or is this kind of you said you were always into baking but the actual decoration part of it is is truly stunning to me oh well thank you um yeah so i took a class um there's a instagram account called kirky cookies and she did this class with i think it's called class 101 and she basically like put together a bunch of um, like online tutorials. She gave you her uh, recipe for her cookies and her royal icing, which I actually don't use, but they are very good. Um, I use that at first, but that's how I learned. And then I just did like trial and error. And I follow a lot of Instagram and TikTok things. I used to love watching the like cookie the it's like the cookie holiday championship or whatever on uh food network i can't mm-hmm. watch that anymore because it gets me way too stressed um <laughs> but that's how i learned like i really loved it i still love to bake really anything um i enjoy baking bread i enjoy i like to make cake but it's a big project and that's just not my like jam i would rather just eat the cake instead of like continually working on the cake um yeah so that's how I learned and then I started getting into like some we there's a bunch of cookiers that's what we're called cookiers around Greenville um in the upstate and so we're all friends and we'll trade business so like I got COVID last July and so one of the other one of my other friends took my order because I was like well I don't want to sneeze all over your cookies like I have a fever that's really not gonna happen so <laughs> But she taught me about making my own cookie cutters. And so now I have a 3D printer um, so I can make my own cookie cutters. I'll like draw it in um, Procreate. And then I'll, there's a website called CookieCAD, which is like a very simple 3D printing program, which is great because that's too much for me. Um, (laughs) And then I just like do a couple things and then it will print. And then I also, do like airbrushing and stencils for my airbrushing. And so I got a Cricut to do that. So I make my own stencils a lot of the time. Sometimes though, I enjoy what like cookie cutter makers have and I use a lot of what they do. So, but yeah, so it's been super fun. And I just feel like as I, I just continue to get better and I feel like I continue to like change like the way I do things, which is cool. Um, and I enjoy looking at my cookies from like the beginning to now. And it's just super fun to like, just be like, oh, I did that. Like, that's really, that's really cool. So. Yeah. I never would have thought of, I mean, that's so smart to have a 3D printer to make your own, you know, cookie cutters and then using the Cricut for stencils. That's, that's amazing. Look yeah, at you. It's, <laughs> it's super cool. So 
It's a been whole fun. world we didn't even know was there. <laughs> I know. So I know. <laughs> I didn't know it was there either. I had to like dig around to find it. Um, but I have way too many cookie cutters and uh, cookie cutters can't really go in the dishwasher. So there's usually a stack of them in like a bucket by my sink waiting. Um, yeah. And then I have like edible glitter, which is super fun. Um I can pretty much make it any colors. I It's so much fun. I really enjoy the like palettes of being able to like do whatever colors you want. There's like, there's neon. You could do like gold. Um, I don't usually suggest that much black because your teeth will be black at the end. But if you don't really care about that, all power to you. So, <laughs> but yeah, so it's been super cool. And I've done stuff like I've done logos for businesses and that's been super cool. Um, and then like I'm contracted to do some logos this summer and I'm actually going to use an edible printer. So it actually, the ink is all food coloring. So I just ice the cookie and then I'll put like, use the program or whatever. And then it'll just print it like prints like this onto that's the cookie. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's super cool. That's really cool. Yeah. So. All right. I have a question for you. So I know you said that you started the business as an outlet for the, what you were baking, but just walk us through, because I'm curious, at what point did you say, all right, I'm making or baking way too much. Let me start my business. Yeah. Like, you know, like what, what was that transition period like? What, where did you make that decision to actually do that? Did you have like 10 dozen cookies and you and your husband just kept eating them? And he's like, all right, that's enough. Let's some of these like, what happened there? Yeah. Well, my husband won't eat them anymore because he literally is like, I can't eat any more of these cookies because it's the same thing over and over again. And I usually will have like whatever scrap of dough. It's like, like that, like very minor, like a silver dollar. Um, And that's what I'll usually eat. But like, we just got to the point where we couldn't eat them anymore. And I was trying to get better when I was practicing. And it was like, who the heck do I give these cookies to? (laughs) Um, I started like giving them to my neighbors. So we had a couple people move in and that was fun. Um, and then like, I think one of my, my first two orders, one was for my aunt for my other aunt's birthday. And then my other was for my best friend. Her husband was starting at a new church cause he's a preacher. So, um, and so that's kind of how all that started was more like, we really can't keep this in the house. Like if we do, it's going to get eaten. And also, I enjoy to make other cookies that are not sugar cookies. Um, sometimes, usually at markets, I'll have some other stuff with me. So I make like Reese's peanut butter cup cookies. Um, I like to make chocolate chip cake batter cookies. And then in the like wintery time, I make, or if you request it, because um, my mother-in-law loves them, the like orange cranberry cookies. Mm. Um, so I try to have something there for everyone. Because not everyone loves sugar cookies, but I actually, I have vanilla, lemon, and chocolate sugar cookies. And then during the winter, I do snickerdoodle. So, For our listeners, uh, we actually got a batch of her cookies for our grandmother's um, 80th birthday party. And they were a hit. They were all yes. completely gone. I got to say, I love them because they're not too sweet. Like sometimes you can get a sugar cookie and it's like you t- um, like you take a bite in it. And you're like, oh my God, I have diabetes. Like my teeth are for good. They're not too sweet. They were beautiful. Everyone loved them. And I really want now all these different flavors. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I have customers that will request, so like, Usually lemon was a summer flavor. Mm. However, I've had customers request lemon in the dead of winter. And I'm like, all right, like I had to make, somehow make that happen. And I like tweaked my recipe and honestly now it's offered all year long. Um, I also do, so during like Christmas time, um, I will have a lot of like bigger cookies. So like I had like cute little reindeers and like 
cows with Santa hats on them. And those Aww. were adorable. Or like the Target dog with a little Santa hat. Um, and my cookies are heat sealed. So they'll last two to four weeks. So I like you can give them as gifts. Um, and then I also do what's really fun, in my opinion. And it's a, a lot of work for me, but I really enjoy doing it. I have an advent calendar for Christmas time. And you get one, like, uh, those cookies that you had for your grandmother's birthday, that's about how big they are. They're about two inches big, and every day is a different cookie. Um, and they're all vanilla, but it's all a different, like, you get an elf one day, and then a present the next day. And um, it's a lot of fun. And my family helps me. Once they, I package everything, they help me, like, put them all in the boxes. And it's a lot of fun. So there's cookies everywhere. Yeah. I love that. So, yeah. Cool. yeah. Um, I'm not sure if you had mentioned it. Why the name Ranta Bakes? Oh, yeah. So actually, Ranta is my maiden name. Um, I was trying to figure out what to name my business. And like all these other like artsy cookie related things. It was like everyone else has that. Um, but my family, they are the only Rantas in the state. Um, we have a couple Rantas up in like Connecticut and in like Massachusetts areas and in some in New Jersey, but like no one's really going to take my name. (laughs) Um, and also during high school, I played volleyball and I was known as Ranta. That was just my nickname. And so it was kind of nice to kind of go back to like my roots of, cause I changed my last name to Chin because I got married, but um, it was nice to kind of go back to that. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, you're right. There's not many people have that name like at all. So no. you're, good. you're good on the name. <laughs> no, but I thought like growing up, I always had to spell it. And I was like, when I get married, I'm going to like, hopefully their name is something I won't have to spell. And then I moved to California and I didn't realize that Chin and Chen are spelled very similarly it's either an i or an e and i still had to spell my name so i was like whatever <laughs> so, so it is what it is but, oh my yeah. gosh that's funny <laughs> um sorry i do have a question but my do you want to yeah just um i'm looking on your website is it do you just do local or do you ship out of state Um, so I technically, I can ship within the state. I technically can't ship without, out of the state. Okay. However, I do a lot of friends and family things and I don't really see that as like, you're paying me while I'm sitting in my house in South Carolina. Yeah. So (laughs) yeah. I have sent plenty of cookies to other places. Um, I do not go outside of the United States, however. I had someone ask me to go to Canada, and I said, I don't even want to attempt to try to do that. (laughs) Thanks, though. (laughs) So I'll just have to order through Brittany and have her pick it up, then that's all. (laughs) Not a big deal. (laughs) And just out of curiosity... Yeah, favorite favorite events like you that you like to bake for, and have you ever gotten a like what's the strangest request that you've gotten as far as make this for us? So, my favorite event that I love to do is baby showers, mm-hmm. um, and also first birthdays because usually if I get the first birthday, I usually get the second birthday. And it's been kind of, it's been kind of cool to like see my customers and their children like grow up. And a lot of my customers are people that like I either went to college with or like I'm my neighbors. And it's like really cool to just like see their kids grow up and to see like all of us growing in our different ways um, and doing our own thing, but also like just to see that is like really fun. So, um, and I love baby showers just because like, Every theme is so different. I don't think I've done anything that's was like the same necessarily. Yeah. yeah. So, and then I really enjoy doing Christmas vendor markets. Those are like my favorite ones. Okay. So, yeah. And no strange requests? Honestly, the rake. <laughs> the rake one. The rake. <laughs> the rake cookie was the one that was the weirdest. 
but that's okay. <laughs> made it happen. Yeah, we made it happen. Um, it was like half gardening. So I did like a rake. I told you like tractor and everything. And then the, we like, usually I don't do half and half, but like they paid extra. Um, but the other half was weather. So it was like a sun and a rainbow and okay. a lightning bolt and like a cloud. Honestly, the rake still though, like that will forever be in my mind. Cause I was like, how the heck am I going to make the cookie and like with a rake? Like, what am I going to do? But yeah. So <laughs> that is pretty interesting. Yeah. So that is cool. So, um, I want to ask, I know we talked a little bit about your health struggles, but, um, could you maybe talk to us about some of the struggles you faced in growing your business? Like my mom said, it started off just, I need to get these cookies out of my house. And now yeah. you're, you have a website and you're selling cookies. So how, you know, yeah. what are some struggles that you've been facing, um, getting that going? Um, honestly, like the struggles are mainly, and I say this about nursing too, but like, you don't know what you don't know. Mm. So like, I didn't know that like I had a business license, but I didn't realize that I had to have a retail license mm. like to actually sell because I was like, well, I have a business license. Why is that not the same thing? So, um, or like different cities have different, um, licenses as well. So like I have a, uh, cookies in a boutique in Fountain Inn and I have to have a Fountain Inn business license, which is different from my South Carolina business license. Um, so that's been interesting. Also like dealing with wonky oven temperatures was something I had to like fix as well. Um, apparently you can like, uh, we got the warranty guy to come out and help us. However, you can like adjust the <laughs> temperature on your oven. So I have like, I have, um, oven thermometers in both of ours. So I have one that runs gas and one that's electric and the gas one was off by like 20 degrees. And I was like, what the heck is happening? And even now after they've adjusted it, it still is off by about 10 degrees. So I just lower it and it's fine. Um, but yeah, that was something I never knew that you would have to do. Um, also knowing what, when you should apply for markets and things like that. Mm. Um, and then also just not being discouraged if you like don't have as many orders. So I have like some friends that like they're booked until I think they're booked until either August or September already. And I was like, well, I'm not. And I'm like, then I thought to myself, but that's okay because I don't have to be doing this right now. Like it's something that I enjoy doing, but I know it's going to pick back up. And plus I, it allows me to be able to spend time with my family. We're trying to train my puppy so she doesn't lose her brain. Um, <laughs> we also, I also get to go travel with my husband now. So like if he has a conference, which he does, and this Disney girl is going to Disneyland oh. in July. <laughs> so um, because he's going to a conference, so I'm just going to tag along um, and see some friends while we're there. But yeah. So like kind of just knowing that like, yeah, business will like slow, but business will always go back up. Mm -hmm. Um, also when eggs and butter got really expensive, um, trying to decide how, like knowing that I needed to increase my price, but feeling bad about doing so like, cause I mean, I, it's the same work that I'm doing, but everything went up so much. And so that was kind of rough for me, but also valuing my work as well. Mm -hmm. So knowing that like I started my prices at $25 and now it's $44 a dozen. Yeah. Um, however, there are people who will charge, you can't get it around here, but people could charge up to like $65, $70 a dozen. Um, but people in this market in Greenville, South Carolina, they're not going to pay that. Yeah. And so you kind of have to like judge your market to know how much is too much, but how much is just enough. Um, so yeah, I don't charge as much as I should for the amount of work that goes into it, but I charge enough to fund my Disney habit. 
And so that's fine. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's so funny you mentioned the the oven the oven temperature i used to bake years ago macarons and they're yeah. very 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 finicky and i got them perfect and then we moved and i started baking them in a different oven and i couldn't figure it out i could not get them correct yep still haven't yep. figured it out i just gave up i was like i don't know i can't figure out what is wrong with this oven but i couldn't get it i couldn't get them to work so yeah. it's something you don't think about you're like 350 is 350 is 350 no it's not <laughs> no it's not honestly the best investment is like a 10 dollar oven thermometer yeah. it just like hangs from one of the racks um it. and it's very helpful um honestly also you could put like a cast iron um pan Ooh. in the oven to kind of, it helps like center the heat so it doesn't fluctuate as much. Oh, very cool. Um, yeah. But no, I, I understand. I like to bake bread. And every time I try to bake bread at my mother-in-law's house in Charleston, it goes horribly wrong. <laughs> I, I don't, I think it's just the humidity in her kitchen. It just doesn't, I can't bake bread there. I, it just does not work. We don't bake bread there. <laughs> yeah. No, I just, I can't. She also was like, I, I can never get bread to work. And then I was like, well, let's try. No, absolutely not. So I just bake bread at my house now. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so, yeah. That's funny. So I have a follow-up question to your licensing um, discovery. So you said yes. you had a business or you have a business license and you didn't know you needed a retail license or you didn't know that you needed a different license for a different city. Mm -hmm. Did you discover that in the process, meaning like you were getting ready to sell something to somebody or at a, at a stand or whatnot, or did you discover it prior to, you know, selling it? in another city? So I, a lot of big markets will tell you, hey, you need like Greer, for instance, Greer is very strict about having a Greer business license, but those licensing requirements are different than say like Greenville um, or like Simpsonville, for instance. Mm -hmm. um, some of them I knew about. Okay. Uh, for like the business license. Um, I had asked actually one of my cookie friends and she told me about that. And then some of them I found out by accident afterward. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and you know, they're not usually mean about that type of thing. Like, because it's not all clear cut yeah. and you need different things for different people. Um, and they're usually like pretty, like lenient about it as long as you're not like doing ridiculous things. Um, but yeah, it's usually like the vendor markets will tell you specifically like what you need. Okay. Um, or like I sell my cookies at a boutique in Fountain Inn and like I have to have my retail license and I have to have my Fountain Inn license and I have to have a bunch of other stuff um, to be able to do that. So, okay. all right. But yeah. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Yeah. I would have never guessed you would needed that. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I also fall under cottage food law. So, um, cottage food law is a law in South Carolina and every state has their own. Um, but it tells you what you can bake in your house that then you can sell and how to sell it. So, um, by law, like I could, They've changed some of the things. So like before you couldn't sell like jams and jellies. Like if I made it in my house, I can't sell it because the increase for foodborne bacteria is so high in those things. Cause I mean, it sits on your shelf for so long. Mm -hmm. um, but I think they've changed that one now. Um, but also they look at things like they have certain requirements, like your dog should not be in your kitchen when you're baking or all of your ingredients should be separated from like personal use to business use. So like I have a shelf that just has my business ingredients. Not that anyone's ever coming into my house, but it's there. Yeah. Um, it's mainly, I think more for um, sanitation purposes. Um, and then actually we have to have labels as well. And so our labels on the back of every, I put them on the back of every cookie. Um, and they have certain requirements. So I think 
it's like name, ingredients, allergen. I don't even think allergens are technically required as long as you state everything that's in it. But I put allergens on there because my husband's allergic to almonds. Mm-hmm. Um, he's allergic to all tree nuts. So I bake without tree nuts um, at all. We don't have them in the house. But um, and then like it says like cross made in a kitchen that's like prop hold on i have one in here (laughs) i'm sitting like right where i like end up packaging things so um yeah it says like processed and prepared in a home-based food product operation that is not subject to south carolina food safety regulations um yeah and then uh it has like you can either get a number or um a like put your address on there and i'm like well if you google my license which anyone is allowed to google you can literally google any business license you'll see where my business is located which is my house so i don't really care like if you really want to come to my house you're gonna meet my dog who's gonna be like in your face so we'll be fine but yeah so they have like certain requirements that way um really just to try to let the consumer know the like, this was not made in a professional kitchen. Um, but I also work with people who rent out professional kitchens. And so they fall under a different law. And that's kind of interesting, too. So, yeah, pretty interesting. Wow, there's a lot behind this that I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. <laughs> I've got you a- don't know what you don't know. That's right. right. You don't know. Right. You don't know. Uh, my question for you, um, whether it's what is there looking for dealing with burnout, like you were talking about earlier or dealing with your health issues or starting your own business. Do you have any advice for our listeners as to, it could be one from each or just in general, but any advice you want to share with our listeners? Um, honestly, and seeing this, you would have thought that working in healthcare, I would have like abided by this more, but, um, you only get one life. You literally only get, this chance to do whatever it is that you would like to do. Um, And when I was working in the emergency room, I mean, healthcare has so much burnout. And if you talk to a lot of nurses, I'm sure that you're friends with or your family and friends with, like they're going to tell you how tired they are. Um, And I mean, that, that can also happen in any, any sort of capacity, whether you're in healthcare, whether you're baking cookies, whether you're, literally recording a podcast every single day of the week. Like you need to know that, yes, like there is time to work, but at some point your life is going to be over. And do you really just want to be known for that work? Or do you want to be able to do the things that you wanted to do? And honestly, the only way I came to those conclusions was after I got sick. And then after I saw some of my friends and family pass away. Um, my neighbor recently lost her husband and they had, he had like retired like a couple of years before that. Not that, not very much. And they were going to go do things. And then he got sick and then he passed away. Mm-hmm. And my husband and I really took that, that like hit us very hard because they're very close to our parents' age. And we said, okay, like, yes, like saving money for retirement is great. Saving money for to pay my house is also great, (laughs) but I, we only have one life. Like it's not like I'm, we're going to get older every day. Like it's not, we're not gonna be able to do something again. Like uh, tomorrow, yesterday is not happening again. So we have to do something. We need to do it when we want to do it. And so those are honestly, that's what I would say. I would say like, if you're really struggling and saying like, I really don't enjoy the job I'm doing, but I have to do something to make money. Like I get that. I grew up in a household that had a very hard time. Um, and we were not financially secure all the time. So I understand that, but I think also like prioritizing money and happiness need to go like hand in hand. And I think that, people my age are starting to do that a little bit more, more so like they don't want to stay at the same job forever because their job's treating them like crap. Um, 
but realizing that like there's there's two sides to that coin and you got to be able to put those together and be able to figure out what you want to do so like for instance we wanted to go to japan this summer that did not happen um however we have a dog and we're going to a wedding and i we're going to california later and like being able to do those things and saving up to go to japan probably next year um but also like spending time with my family spending time with our neighbors and for me I love being able to be home during the holidays. I still work a lot during like Christmas time. You will see me like, I'll probably have icing in my hair if you see me during an event in December. But um, but I still, I love to be home during Christmas time. I like to be with my family. I like having enough sleep um, to be able to have a like real conversation with somebody. That's really nice. Um, so yeah. That's what I would say. Like, look, definitely like it's important. Money and insurance and things like that are really important. But there are so many opportunities out there that you probably don't even know about. So just like keep looking and keep finding those connections. And I'm sure there's something else there. So, I love that. I love that. So switching gears a little bit, we talked about uh, struggles. We talked about advice. Let's talk about goals. What are some of the goals that you have uh, for you and your business this coming year? Mm, That is a very good question. Um, (laughs) I would love to be able to connect with more businesses and do things for their clients. So like realtors or um, just like other logo cookies. Like I really enjoy doing those. Those are a lot of fun to me. I like doing the same thing over and over again. It's fun. Um, And then really just being able to balance my cookie making and my daily life, um, which includes like family and doctor's appointments and all these things. Um, I know last December it got a little crazy. Um, and I know like this past May when we had like teacher appreciation, I think this past May and, and December, excuse me, were the same in like a uh, gross profit. So it was insane, but being able to balance that because my husband will be like, why are you doing cookies? It's like nine o'clock at night. And I'm like, well, they need to get done. And I'm like, he's like, but yes, but there's also like this boundary. And so (laughs) trying to make sure that I am careful with said boundary. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also I'm trying to start to work out again. Um, For a long time, I I mean, I told you I couldn't get off the couch. So how do you expect me to be able to like jump up and down or do like a jumping jack? Mm -hmm. Um, And so we're trying, we're getting back into that. So like we found this really cool, uh, youtuber her name is joe her like her site is called grow with joe and she has like all these free workouts online i actually found her because another crafter shared her stuff and it's very like modifiable for when i'm feeling bad um and it's something my husband and i can do together which is really fun so um he's like this is more fun than uh than lifting weights. And I'm like, yeah, this is a lot more fun than lifting weights. (laughs) (laughs) So those are like my big goals. I would love to continue Ranta Bakes really as long as this season allows. Like, I'm not going to say that like, you know, I don't want Ranta Bakes to be around in like 10 years, but like if the season has changed for me, then that's okay too. But I think right now, like this is the, like, this is a good point for me to be where I am um, and to kind of figure that out. And then also like personal life, you know, trying to, I'm going to be 30 in December. So I'm trying to decide, you know, what's next for us as a family? What's next for us as a couple? Are we getting three more dogs? You know, things like that. <laughs> so, yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> Good goals. I like it. 
Um, all right, Ashley. Well, before we close out tonight, I just uh, first, is there anything that we didn't talk about or anything we didn't touch on that you wanted to share with our listeners? I don't think so. I think we hit like really all the like high points, really just being able to recognize that like life's going to throw things at you and you have to adapt. And sometimes it takes a little while to adapt. Um, But there's usually other people that you'll find that have like done what you've done. Not in the same way. Like, I don't think I've met a cookier that has had as many issues as I health issues as I have had. But I've met other people who have the issues I do, but they do something else. Yeah. And so, and that's been really cool to see. Um, one of the people that I've met, she's a lawyer. Um, and so she's used her platform to kind of like dig into like uh, advocating for chronic illness and for migraine. Hmm. And so that's really cool. But Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, also, I want to give you a quick opportunity to share with our listeners, how, how can they reach you? Would you mind sharing your social media yeah. handles, website, all that jazz? Yeah. So Ranta Bakes has their own website. It's rantabakes.com. Uh, we are also on Facebook. It's Ranta Bakes LLC. Uh, honestly, if you just type in Ranta Bakes, you'll find it. Same with Instagram. Um, and then I'm working on getting a LinkedIn. Um my email is on our webpage, and then I also do like an order form. So if you're ever like wanting cookies, if you just go to our Facebook page or you go to my website, there's a little order form, and then you just type in everything it asks, and then I get back to you, and then we'll start designing your cookies, and it's a lot of fun. So yeah. very cool, very very cool. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Um, I know I said it before, but I think you are such a strong person and your story is so inspirational. Um, And I hope it'll bring hope and encouragement to anyone listening who might be struggling. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. And to our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. Please go check out Ranta Bakes. And until next time, we are the Wayward Glasses reminding you to keep it real. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks.